Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. And joining me now is the play-by-play man for the Arkansas State Red Wolves, Matt Stoles. And um, first of all, good morning, Matt. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, great to be with you, Scott. Before I I ask you, obviously, about the matchup tonight and tomorrow between Louisiana and Arkansas State in basketball, uh, when news came out this week that Arkansas – was going to play Arkansas State in a football game, at least plan on it, right? It's scheduled for, I don't know, 2025. Uh, The reaction that I saw from um, uh, those that cover the sport in that great state of Arkansas was, um, you know, some were were excited, but also just utter shock. Give our listeners the backstory on why that's such a surprise. Well, they've never played in football, number one, and there's few states in the country where you don't have some sort of in-state rivalry, and you know, Arkansas and Arkansas State are the only two FBS programs in uh, the state of Arkansas. So I think a lot of people have wanted it to happen for a long time. It's been the University of Arkansas's policy for so many years not to play in-state competition, and Really, over the last couple of years, since Hunter Juracek has taken over as the athletic director at uh, Arkansas, he has been open to the idea of playing in-state schools. And really, here in the last couple of years, they have opened the door and actually have played some in-state competition. Now, A-State and Arkansas have not played in any sport yet, but it's about to happen. In fact, uh, coming up in May, the two programs will play in baseball for the first time. So a lot of people are looking forward to that, but the, uh, uh, the basketball games coming up over the next few years, I know on the women's side, there's one scheduled every year uh, starting next season, but for a football game to be announced yesterday was a really big deal in the state of Arkansas. And you're right. There were a lot of people shocked. I think, uh, there's certainly a whole lot of people in this state that never, uh, that thought they'd never see this day come. So it's been uh, uh, the biggest story in the state, and I think that a lot of people are looking forward to you know the game, which is still four and a half years away. Times are changing, but um, I think it's it's good to play in-state opponents, obviously with the budget squeeze and everything else. Just from a geography standpoint, it makes a lot of sense and keeps the money in-state as well. Um, so Arkansas State, you guys welcome Louisiana tonight. Uh, Matt Stoll's play-by-play man for the Red Wolves, our guest here. I'm Scott Prather. And the Cajuns coming in on on a bit of a roll. Uh, Arkansas State, not as much. And I know that for the Red Wolves, seeing them play in the Cajun Dome uh, two weeks ago, it's not like, I mean, the games were close. Um, O'Meara's a really good player. Mm-hmm. But to me, it seems like Arkansas State, you know, a lot of success at home this year, not as much on the road. They're at home tonight and tomorrow. Do you expect some kind of proverbial switch to flip being that they're at home, or is this a lot more deeper than just home and road? Well, I think, number one, you've got to look at the makeup of this A-State team, and it's very different than last year's team. And kind of give you a little bit of background, last season the Red Wolves started – 15 and seven they were off to a good start in the conference but uh they they fell apart down the stretch lost nine of their last 10 games and unfortunately you could 
kind of see signs of that coming. You, you didn't see the team trending upward as the, the season went along. I think in this circumstance, it's very different. You've got some experience that returned from a year ago in the backcourt, but you're also blending in eight newcomers. And you've got some very talented freshmen on this team. There's a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores that are seeing minutes right now. And I, I see this team actually trending the other way this year. Even though the record's not where they want it to be at this point, they are trending in the right direction. And I see improvement every single weekend from this team. And you referenced the uh, series in Lafayette a couple of weekends ago, and they were two very close games. And the Red Wolves came out and did exactly what they wanted to do on Saturday, and that's try to prevent the ball from getting inside as much to Theo Akuba, try to make the Cajuns beat them out on the perimeter. And really that's not been the strength of you know, the Cajun team this year. They're not one of the better three-point shooting teams in the conference, but they were great that day. They were 11 of 16 from three-point range, and still it was just a three-point game. So I think the Red Wolves did what they wanted to do especially in that Saturday game that just, uh, you know, got beat by a team that uh, that was very hot from outside. Do you expect a similar game plan tonight and tomorrow? I would expect that. I mean, you, you can't let – and I was extremely impressed with Theo Akuba and just the – uh, polish that he has on his game. I know he's kind of like Norshad O'Meara in that he hasn't been playing basketball very long. And for him to look as polished uh, offensively inside, he was hitting left-handed hook shots, using his right hand, his footwork is extremely impressive. And I was I was really, really impressed with his game. And it was clear after – you know, night one that you've got to do something to try to force the Cajuns to beat you on the outside. And, you know, Cedric Russell uh, certainly stepped up and uh, had a big couple of games and he, he's playing at a really high, high level right now, but you just, you cannot let uh, Theo Akuba beat you inside. And that's certainly what he did uh, in, in the first game of that series. I think, you know, perhaps a similar approach for, for Louisiana against a state because you mentioned O'Meara, and, um, you know, he's playing at an all-conference level this year, the freshman from Nicaragua. I think I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. You would know Matt, but I think he's averaging a double-double, maybe 13 points, 12 boards a game, maybe a little better, something like that. Field goal percentage is high. I think, you know, in terms of the matchup to watch tonight and tomorrow, that that's the one I, I'm most excited about. Yes, and they won't necessarily be guarding each other that much. That's not what happened a couple of weekends ago. But, yes, that is the the draw to this matchup because I think Theo Akuba is certainly a, a, a strong contender for newcomer of the year in the Sun Belt. And I think Norshad O'Meara is a favorite for freshman of the year in the league at this point. So, Norchad is an amazing story. I mean, he's only been playing basketball three years. Norchad is a celebrity in Nicaragua and just an amazing story. Somebody who came to prep school, he played prep school ball in Miami. And last year he was putting up just insane numbers at his prep school. He was averaging 28 points and 20 rebounds. And Mike Bellato in the middle of the year had a break between games. He went down to watch him in person 
just because he couldn't believe the numbers that uh, he was seeing, and he was matched up against uh, a very good school, an IMG Academy, and uh, had some NBA uh, talent on that on that roster. Kenyon Martin Jr., who just got drafted, was on that IMG team, and uh, Norshad went off for 43 points and 25 rebounds in that game. And uh, it uh, it definitely sold Coach Bellato on on Norshad and what he might do. But you know, going back uh, this past weekend, there were reporters from Nicaragua in Jonesboro reporting on Norshad, and you know he's he is a uh, very well known young man in that country. Uh, there's a lot of people rooting for him. He's actually, I mean, got a lot of pressure, especially for somebody his age, but. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, really fun to watch him play. He is an elite rebounder, and as you mentioned, he's averaging 12, 13 rebounds a game. He's third in the nation right now in rebounding. He's sixth in the nation in double-doubles with nine, and uh, I think you're right in that that matchup with Norshad O'Meara and Theo Akuba is certainly one to watch. Six o'clock tip off tonight. Five thirty pregame over on News Talk ninety six five K Bell AM for uh, Rage Cajun fans. Jay Walker's got the call, and uh, tomorrow four o'clock tip. Three thirty pregame. But our guest this segment has been Matt Stoles, play by play man for Arkansas State, giving us some perspective from Jonesboro on the Red Wolves. Matt, I appreciate the time, man. All the best. And um, final question: Who you got, the Chiefs or the Bucks? I'm going with the Bucks. I can't bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So give me the bucks. I know. I know. On the other side of that state from Jonesboro, there's some Chiefs fans there. They air those games. So uh, there, there are Chiefs fans. Uh, a lot of Chiefs fans in the state. But you're not one of them. <laughs> no, schools. no. I'm. Uh, I don't. I'm not a big, big fan. But uh, hey, I like both quarterbacks. Uh, both teams have uh, a lot of uh, things to root for. So I'm. But I'm going with Tampa. All right, that is Matt Stoll's play-by-play man for Arkansas State. I'm Scott Prather. The Great Scott Show continues after this. Scott Shanley, former Saints linebacker, NFL veteran, played over a decade in the league, won a Super Bowl with the Saints. We're going to chat with him about some Super Bowl memories and his breakdown of this matchup Sunday and the state of the Saints, their future at the quarterback position, and more. It all comes your way next right here on ESPN1420 and .com.